y'all. Welcome back to Guys at the Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis, and on this podcast, we focus on all things related to the kingdom, specifically our identity, our purpose, and claiming our kingdom inheritance. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not selling for anything less than what God has for me, okay? That's just on period. But before we get into this week's episode, I do want to catch up with you guys because I've been gone for a little minute, okay? So I don't want to get right into it. So just bear with me for a moment. So where do I start? <laughs> so what? It's February now. So I've been on what I like to call a spiritual tune-up, okay? God has been doing this since I literally started my walk where he basically calls me out of whatever I'm doing in the world around November to the end of the year. And basically he pours into me, he corrects me, he shows me different levels of my purpose or what I'm doing in the current season. And if I did something wrong or I misunderstood something, like he literally reveals that to me in my prayer and my quiet time. Now, obviously I'm always spending time with God, but I just feel like during these spiritual tune-ups, it's like more intentional and I'm not too busy outside if I guess you could say like I'm not really watching TV during this time I'm choosing what I consume because I really want to make sure that I'm hearing God clearly for the upcoming season to make it more practical when you think about a vehicle right your vehicle is always going to get you from point a to point b right but at the end of the day at some point you have to take that vehicle in to get service whether it's to get new tires and oil change windshield wipers whatever that car needs it has to be taken to a dealership to be serviced so that it can get back on the road and function the way it's supposed to be functioning. And that's the same thing that God does with me. So these past couple of weeks, y'all, has been mind-blowing. And I feel like God has officially ushered me into a new season of my purpose, y'all. And I'm so excited because you guys get a different version of me that I'm also getting at this point. So I think it's going to be pretty beautiful and kind of nice to see this um, unfold. And you guys get to go on a journey with me. In other news, I want to take a moment and really give God all the praise and all the glory because I'm not waiting till we get up top to actually scream God's name, okay? Let me tell y'all something. Your girl only really put out eight episodes last year, okay? I was a little scary. I still was a little, you know, shaky when it comes to my voice and my message. But with them eight episodes, okay, I want y'all to know that God's heir has obtained a total of 269 listens and established the foot, I was about to say her footprint established its footprint in 11 states within the u.s okay but that ain't it we done went over and crossed over into u.s territory such as puerto rico we done got listenership in germany i think i seen anguilla like this is now a domestic and international podcast okay i am blown away and then the most shocking thing that took me out was that we have a male audience and that's a little different for me because i in my mind Y'all, in my mind, this podcast was only supposed to stay within the boundaries of my my state, right? And for women only. But to see, like, we have a male listenership, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, 17%. It's kind of neck and neck. It's like 56%, like 40-something percent. Don't, don't, don't quote me on the math, but it's really close. And I know that this is only by the grace of God because I've said this before. I have no marketing plan for this podcast. I do not push this podcast. I am not running Facebook ads, SEO marketing, copy. I don't do any of that. I literally just allow God to use me and release the word and just let it do what it do. So I just want to say thank you, God, for all that you have done. And it just shows me that God is faithful. And when he is for you, baby, it's, it's going to move. Okay, it's going to do what it's supposed to do. And that's just on period. <laughs> so let's get into this week's episode. So this week's episode is really focusing on the process of becoming. Now, I really feel like we're going to be in this part of 
the podcast season for a little minute simply because I know a lot of times we like to basically jump into purpose and because we see people online operating their purpose or sometimes we do have face-to-face interactions um, with other people that's in their purpose it looks nice it looks like it's an easy process and I think that's because we like to beautify the process of our journey with God yes it is a beautiful process but there is a lot of work that has to go into it and a lot of transformation that takes place see when I gave my life over to Christ back in 2018 God early on revealed my purpose to me. The assignment never changed. I'm literally standing in my purpose. But what I didn't understand, and this is probably because I didn't seek God out and I didn't know his word, was that I was going to have to go through a training process of, I'm going to just say three years before I would actually get comfortable in my new identity in Christ and get comfortable with what God was calling me to do here on earth. And a lot of times I think that, you know, we set this false expectation like it's going to be easy like yes it's easier than living in the world but you still gotta go through some things so I just want to kind of talk about that and kind of just give y'all the real (laughs) so that you know as you go through this process and you continue your walk with God when you do feel like you know things seem like they're like out of order that you don't you know I what am I trying to say like if you don't buckle under pressure like you just understand like hey this is about a process so the first thing that God basically did with me along my journey was basically take me to through a season of inner workings. And what I mean by inner working was that I had to unlearn everything that I knew about myself. Like I had to unlearn everything that I have basically picked up along the way. Anybody that I've, you know, imitated, anybody that has poured into me that wasn't really a good source to be pouring. I had to literally unlearn everything from that aspect to actually make room for what God was getting ready to do. And I know that our preferred method is to look like we actually done the work without actually doing it. But the way God's work is that he's not only going to expose us the areas that are not aligned with his character and his purpose, but then he's going to put you out in the field and actually test you, right? So one of the things that God would do in my season was give me like these crazy ideas, right? That makes absolutely no sense to myself or others, but I knew it was God speaking to me. But because it wasn't validated by anybody else, because it wasn't validated in the world, I didn't see anybody else on social media doing it, I would not do it. I didn't realize at that moment that God was testing me and say, hey, how obedient will you be to my voice? How obedient are you to the plan that I have for your life? Will you do something that looks crazy to not only put you in position, but help others as well? Sometimes he would speak life into me, right? And he's literally calling out a higher version of myself. But because I can only see my flaws, right? Because I can only see my flaws, I would literally look in the mirror and I'd be like, yeah, that's not me. There's no way he's calling me to use my voice to speak. There's no way he's calling me to ministry. There's no way he's telling me to build these businesses. It's no way he's telling me to do that because, hey, I have a a, a, a speech impediment, right? Hey, I don't know enough. I didn't finish, you know, the courses I should have finished in college to give me the, the knowledge that I would need to meet the paper requirements, but not realizing that God literally says, hey, I qualified the call. But see, when you're naive to his word and how he is and his demeanor and everything about God, you will spend so much time focusing on yourself versus focusing on what God is saying. So you have to go through this season where God literally takes you through trials and tests. And sometimes it's like a storm because he needs to free you from the imposter syndrome. He needs to free you from people pleasing and the false perspective of yourself. He literally has to put you through testing and refinement in order for you to shed your old ways to make room for the new. I remember early on in my walk where 
I felt like I gave my life over to Christ in September and by January of that following year, like I felt like that entire, actually I can't even say I felt like it, the entire year felt like a hurricane to me. And I cried and I weep and I fought and I was pissed. And I was like, when I say I was pissed, I was pissed. I was in that prayer closet cutting up, okay? But thank God for grace. Thank God he's a good father because, baby, if my son ever came to me acting the way I was acting in that prayer closet, I probably would have been like, I'm done with you, okay? Get out of my face. You on punishment. I don't know what I would have done, but your girl was cutting up, okay? But I was in the middle of this storm, and I guess once I got tired of throwing my temper tantrum, you know, I went back before God. I was like, why do you have me here? I was like, why do you have me going through all this? Like, I gave my life over to you. This was supposed to be great. People are literally being removed out of my life left and right. I'm losing this. I don't have this. I'm having to depend on people. And what he began to show me was like, yes, you are losing a lot. Yes, you are in the midst of the storm. You're a dead smack in the middle. I'm not going to negate that. But what you have to understand is that this storm is bringing the elements necessary to remove what can't go with you in the future. And while it's removing, I'm also planting seeds from my kingdom and the rain is coming from this storm to water these seeds. See, a lot of the times we think that when God takes us through, you know, our trials and our obstacles and we feel like we're being hurt and we're being too stretched right it feels like hey i can't be stretched anymore you feel like you about to break when god's only building you we look at it from a negative aspect not understand that god now has to undo the work that the world has done with you whether you're 28 years old 35 years old for whatever age you are he has to literally clear out that mess while pouring his spirit into you so there's a lot that's going on during this process not to mention, y'all, we still have to talk about the fact that you're trying to get closer to God. You're now seeking him out for purpose. You want to become more like him, but you also have to balance the fact that you're a mother, that you're a student, you're a full-time employee. You're either an entrepreneur trying to build a business or you have a full operating business, right? You're also trying to break generational curses. So with that automatically comes warfare, right? All while trying to prioritize your relationship with God, maintaining your mental, physical, and emotional health. And the list of other things. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, gosh, like, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> like, I know how I got here, but I don't know how I got here. Because looking back on how all the things that I had to endure, all the things I had to still take care of on a day-to-day basis while trying to figure out who God is and who I am and trying to adopt a new identity in Christ, man, like (laughs) I've been on this journey now for about, I think this is year four. I feel like my process of becoming was stretched out among about for about three years, but y'all, I don't even know what to say at this point, but just know like you're going to go through a process and you may be in that process. You may be in that season where you feel like you're confused or you don't really understand what is going on. My message to you is just to do the best that you can. And instead of counting on yourself, count on God. One of the things that I had to get used to doing during these seasons was actually going back before God and saying, Hey God, I can't do this. I feel like I'm carrying this on my shoulder. You said, if I come to you, my weakness, that you'll be my strength. I need you to be my strength. I had to begin to now seek him out more. And I think God allows those things to happen so that it puts us in a position where we have to rely on him. And I remember having this conversation with my friends. It's like, you know, why would you want me to be in a vulnerable space where I have to depend on you? Why wouldn't you want to depend on God? He's the only thing that is concrete, that's sustainable, that's guaranteed to have your best interest. 
And I feel like when we put our complete trust in God, it allows God to now say, hey, let me show you what I could do. Okay, because I know you've been doubting me. I know you really don't trust me like that, but I'm going to show you what I can do when you put all your faith in me and you allow me to be God. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the next point. So here it is. We're talking about identity and purpose, right? The process of becoming. One of the other things that I realized was that throughout this entire process, no matter how much it hurt, how much I want to get out these seasons, these seasons, right? The things that I had to go through was literally developing my faith. So those trials was de- developing my faith. Um, James 1, 2, 3, I believe, don't quote me, says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. I didn't catch it then, but what I realized is that our faith is a muscle. And if you go to the gym, right? and you're out of shape, you know that you have more fat than muscle. In order to actually allow the muscle to be strengthened for it to actually show, you have to go through the process of burning that fat. And sometimes building muscle requires you to like, you know, live heavier weights or do more repetitions, whatever your actual workout regimen is, but you don't build that muscle overnight. You have to consistently go over and over and over again. I think sometimes like the fitness guru is like, say you don't really see the results until like 90 days. You have to continue to go and build that muscle. The same thing happens with your faith. I think a lot of times we like to think we have faith, but the thing about it is faith is something that you have to exercise. Faith is something that you have to build. The only way to build the faith is to put you in a situation where it has to be tested, to put you in a situation where it needs to be worked out. Because when you work it out, then you begin to build faith. And as you begin to build your faith, it's going to be easier for you to now walk with God. I tell y'all this before. When God gave me the revelation of God's era a year prior, I got it. I was hyped about it, but I still wasn't ready to step into what that required. It required a new level of faith for me. So now I knew, okay, I got to get back in the gym. Okay, I got to go back in my word. Okay, God, I know you've called me to this, but what steps can I take now to build my faith so that I can actually step into all of this completely and I truly believe that even though I only put eight episodes out last year on the um, podcast I feel like that was like my dress rehearsal season to prepare me for this very moment so I want you guys to adapt this mindset that regardless of where you are in your journey when you start approaching life as a victim and actually look at it from a victor um, mindset you'll realize that everything truly is working out for your good and preparing you for your next season like I said Faith is a muscle. It has to be developed. It has to be exercised. It has to be built. Okay. It's not going to be easy, but I need y'all to remember how you train in your preparation season is how you're going to show up when God positions you. I think about the karate kid, right? You know how Mr. Miyagi tells him like to, I think wax the car and he's like wax on wax off. The karate kid was like, why you got me doing this? Like, I don't want to do this. It's stupid. I came over here for you to teach me how to fight. And that's what, that's what I want you to do. You got me over here waxing cars and I'm not really here for that, right? Wax on, wax off over and over again. But it wasn't until he got into his fight when it was time for him to fight that I don't remember if he was starting to lose or what, but I remember him having to actually do the motions of waxing on and waxing off, which actually gave him the victory. So what I'm saying is, 
the process of becoming is kind of strenuous, right? It's a lot of work. It requires so much of you. It literally stretches you. Like it's literally stretching you in so many ways and forcing you to balance so many things while you basically embark on this journey. But understand everything that you're going to is literally preparing you for this position that God has called you to. It's preparing you for the things that you're going to have to store it over. It's preparing you for you to manage your business. Cause when you manage your business, there's so many moving parts. You got to be able to be in multiple places than one. It's going to position you and prepare you for your family ministry, right? Let me be able to deal with my household. We think about the Proverbs 31 woman, right? She had to be a good story, story of everything in her life, but I don't believe that she became this Proverbs 31 woman because simply the fact that, Hey, I just knew what I was doing. She had a very strong faith foundation with God and she had to be prepared prior. She had to be prepared prior. So I'm going to wrap this um, episode up really quick because I don't want to keep you guys too long, but I just want you guys to know that before you can get into purpose, I mean, really, really get into purpose. You may know your purpose. You may have the vision of what God is getting ready to do in your life. Understand that you're going to go through a process of being a season of being processed. You can't skip it. Okay. You can't skip it. it. It sounds crazy to sit there and be at step one, but you're trying to jump in step five when step two, three, and four is going to prepare you for what's at step five. And I think a lot of times we miss that. I think a lot of times we just rush and I get it because we live in a society where everything is fast. You know, we got 5g cell phones. We have kitchen gadgets that can cut down the time of cooking. Our internet is super fast. So we naturally expect everything that we do with God to be quickly. We think that God's going to be a genie in a bottle. We think that God's going to be like, oh, you, you come to me now. Let's lay everything down. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm happy to have you here. I'm actually elated that you're here. Heaven is celebrating, but now we got to put you in the training. And listen, it's in training. You're going to either be built for this walk or you're going to give out. Okay. You're going to be like, nah, this ain't for me. Okay. He going to separate who for real, for real, or who here for games, who here for looks. Okay. I don't know what y'all intentions is. But what I can say is my training season was brutal, but I would not change it for anything in the world. Okay. Because the peace, the confidence I have, the clarity I have in my life, like that is unmatched. So if I had to go through it again, I would, I probably would do things a little bit different. I'd probably be more obedient the first time, but I would definitely go through it again. So I want to go ahead and give you guys some tips. Okay some tips on how to steward this season, okay? So I've told y'all before we can really, really get into our purpose, we have to first understand who we are in Christ, okay? Genesis 1.27 literally tells us that God created man in his image. So what I would do is take that scripture and say, Lord, you said in Genesis 1.27 that you create man in your image. That means you create me, insert name, in your image. Reveal who you created me to be. Help me see myself the way you see me, Lord. Because when you take God back, when you go back before God and give him back his word, like it can't return back void, right? This is the what he recognizes. It's almost like this is what's going to catch his attention. You ask God to reveal your true identity. My next tip is to ask God to reveal himself to you so that you can begin to trust him. I realized that had I spent more time getting really acquainted with God and his character early on in the beginning, it would have been easier for me to be obedient in faith. Again, when you think about a mother and a child, your child trusts you. If, you're, if you tell your child to do something, they don't expect you to harm them. They literally will just trust you because you're their parent. God has revealed himself to us as his father. So I now need 
to build a relationship with my father to where I'm more acquainted with his character, how he moves, what he would expect of me, what I'm allowed to do. You get what I'm saying? So you want to ask him to reveal himself to you so you can build that trust and that intimacy because you're going to need to sustain your relationship anyway. And lastly, ask God what does he want you focused on in this season? In this season. And it may be only one thing. Sometimes God only puts me in a season where I'm only focusing on a certain fruit of the spirit, right? And that may be patience. I might be in, the, in a season where I'm dealing with patience for a whole year. Or he may give me two or three um, bullet points for me to focus on and I just basically manage it and make sure that I'm storing over it properly. Ask God what season he has you in and what he wants you to focus on. And I think that will be a great starting point as you basically embark on this journey with God to step into your purpose and all the missions. And I cannot wait to talk about that, y'all. And just really just operate as an heir of God. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys can connect with me on Instagram at God's heir underscore. You're more than welcome to send me a DM. See you guys next week. I'm out. <laughs>